This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Addison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Grizzlies win 105-96 over the Heat. That is, that is surprising, my friend. The Grizzlies are a really, really, really bad team. Yeah, they are. Jimmy Butler held to just 15 points. Bam had 15. Tyler Hero, 18. Terry Rozier, just 9 in his debut, 3 of 11. That's why the NBA, size and totals, my friend, it's like college basketball. Get to those props. That's the way to go. Yeah, and the Pistons won a game 5-39 and 39 now, 3-20 and 20 at home, but all that matter, Brandon Miller does go over his points, rebounds, there you and go. assists. And Jalen Duran's been awesome, man. He had a dunk in the final minute. Uh, Bogdanovich had 34 points in the win. Big W for the Pistons, and season ain't over yet. Sure, they started 5-39, and 39, but who knows? Maybe this is the start of something good in Detroit, and they rattle off. So 40, I'm 40 wins. Go on, sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say I'm I'm adding someone to the list. Who? Jalen Duran. Why? I had a ten to one parlay. Every other leg hit except What'd over you need? over twenty six and a half points and rebounds. He finished with twenty two. Oh. On the list. Add him to the list. That's everything else hit. Ten to one. You know, would have been a nice little midweek. Yeah. Use that, flip into some more uh Props this weekend because I'm savoring. I'm savoring the NFL as much as I can, my friend. Oh, I can't wait, dude. Because once the Super Bowl's over, yeah, we're talking NFL draft, but you're not going to be betting weekly on the NFL. We're not going to have all the things we're so used to. We're going to be sitting around here. We're going to be looking at uh, the Wizards randomly on a Tuesday night, Ugh. college basketball in another spot, Ugh. and then going, oh, pitchers and catchers have reported. Should we start talking about baseball futures? Yeah, so luckily, like, now that the season's winding down and we only have three more NFL football games, I needed something to look forward to. And I thought it might be baseball because my team went out and spent a bunch of money, $80 million on a new manager. But then after that, they're like, okay, we're done. We're going to go to Cabo and just have a nice little uh, off season. <laughs> didn't, didn't make any signings really or anything. So now I'm not as excited for baseball. I'm a Bulls fan, so I'm not really excited for the NBA playoffs. And uh, so luckily yesterday... The Dave Matthews Band announced their <laughs> summer tour dates. I'm a member of the warehouse. You know what's funny? Everybody's always like, Dave still tours? Yeah, he still tours. The website got shut down for 24 hours. That's how big of a need, yep. want, there was for the summer tour tickets. But I got tickets for four different events, four different venues, and I'm excited about it. So that's what I'm excited about after football season. Because once football's over, man, everything else just goes to hell in my life, to be honest with you. Well, that's a very negative way to look at things. I don't like this attitude. I mean, you know, I like I like to bet some college hoops, some NBA, mm-hmm. but not the way that I like to bet college it's, football. It's 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 just not. Football. Yeah, it's just not the same. No, I get it. It's it's not the same. Uh, how many total Dave Matthews concerts will you go to this year? Uh, so let's see. I'm at 43. I'm going to six, so that should be 49. And I might be going. You're going to go to six though. this year? Yeah, six. Yeah. Six this year? Yeah, this summer. Like at what? Point, Way more this year. At what point? At what point do you say I've seen it all? Never. 
Because I haven't seen it all, though. That's the crazy thing about the Dave Matthews band. I haven't seen it all. He's got such a big catalog. And then there's certain things that I need to see a lot more. I need to see... Like, I want to see Halloween performed live. I love a good version of 41, my favorite song. I want to see... I like the covers, of course, you know, like like Watchtower. Um, I finally got Fool in the Rain. See, that's the thing. Like, Dave... I have this I have this take mm-hmm. about the Beatles that the best Beatles song is any sh- any song that was covered by any other band from the Beatles. Right. And I love the Beatles, don't get me wrong, but yeah, I don't know. Like when I go see Dave, you know, and he does like Time of the Season, you know, or he does, you know, some Zeppelin. It's just it's so awesome. So I don't I don't think it'll ever happen. I told my wife cuz my <laughs> wife kind of asked the same question. She's like, "Do we really need to go to all these and spend all this money?" And I said, this could be the last summer he tours. He's getting older. I, I've been using this one for like a decade now. That could be the last time, you know. Who knows? He could be dead. I mean, the Leroy Moore, one of the members of the band, just died on like a random Wednesday. I'm sitting there. I'm watching, and I'll never yeah, forget. I was I watching that, Larry yeah. King, and this was towards the end of Larry King's uh, tenure, mm-hmm. and he was struggling, and he picks up the paper, and he's like, Leroy Moore of the Dave Matthews Band passed away. He died from a TV accident. And I was like, like, did the TV fall on him? No, he died in the ATV, ATV accident. accident. <laughs> yeah, he just goes, he died in the a TV accident. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, you are one of their biggest fans. Good for you. I just can't imagine it. I'm, listen, the I'm crazy going. crazy thing is, I'm not even, dude. Like, there's, like, people. I, I go I see other bands. Like, when I talk to some of these Dave heads, and I'm, like, at the concert, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I went and I saw Radiohead. And they're like, why would you do that? I'm like, what do you mean? They're a great band. No, we we only see Dave. There's like there's people that are nuts. They only go see them. They only see yeah. Dave. I even got a Dave hoodie on tonight. You do? Yeah. To celebrate. I heard you on the phone with your wife. You were looking at some of the concerts. Yeah, I want to go to Louisville, Kentucky for Bourbon, uh, the Bourbon Fest. It's oh, not only yeah. Dave Matthews Band. Like, name a band, they're there. Country music artists, old-time artists. It's going to be awesome. I will be doing the Bourbon Trail, actually, once football season's over. Got some friends that moved to Kentucky. I'll be doing a little bourbon trail tour for a few days. I mean, like, it doesn't get yep. better than bourbon and music. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. After football season's done, let me just tell you now, I'm just taking a lot of time off. Yeah. I'm good. I'm, this football season has burned me out, my friend. But we're not done yet because, damn it, we still got two more games just this weekend alone. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny? Every time now I think of big games, I hear your voice going, big game, big you know, game. I swear to God, my mother-in-law <laughs> just, just sticks in my head. Every Saturday or Sunday morning she texts me and she's like, big games. I got a feeling that today we're going to get some big games because she came and stayed with us for a couple of months uh-huh. and she loves football as well so it worked out and every Saturday morning I would go I'd get my food and I'd just yell big games alright Bama I'm talking nervously lay up he misses it so even if you didn't take the money line Bama covers all the numbers there you go and we will get another ding another undefeated night for the Billy Walters of the BetQL network uh oh might have a foul called here though this has been a weird game. This is where sometimes, like, watching a game with no audio is tough to do yeah. the job. Well, what happened like, at the beginning? Early, yeah, they like delayed the... in the game. The, the, it was, like, delayed for, like, 10 Scott, minutes. do we know what happened at the beginning of this? All I saw was lighting delay. Yeah. Not light. And I, at first, I did a double take. Lightning. Like, lightning. Wait, what, wait, yeah. This is this <laughs> in the Iron Bowl. This is not football. What the hell's going on? Well, I think what happened was the lights hit. And the announcers are like, by God, that's Nick Saban's music. <laughs> and he came out and he was like, Kalen DeBoer, you son of a bitch, I want my job back. And now they're fighting at WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, this Saturday. 
And uh, with you. Oh, really quick, dude. You are, we're not going to talk about this. I, we're not going to talk about this. I'm for just the rest letting you week. go at Thank this you. point. I don't know where your brain Thank is, you. but I, you. it must be ten. You Thank know why? Because you. you're you the yesterday. I was did in bed an, at this. Hour. You, yeah, yeah, you're you're in the you're in the loopy stage right now. No, not even though. But I found there's a really <laughs> good bet if you could find the right market for it. All right, CM Punk to win the Royal Rumble this weekend is plus one fifty. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. It's not going to be Cody Rhodes. It's not going to be Gunther. It's going to be CM Punk. He's going to fight Seth Rollins, who's dealing with a, a meniscus tear. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's going to defend the title at Mania. CM Punk plus 150 to win the Rumble is the bet of the weekend, along with the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs under. All right, that's all I got. You good now? Yeah. Actually, oh, wait, we still got half a second here for Auburn. Okay. And he oh! drills it. Okay. They and they it. wipe okay. it off. That, that would have... Uh, that would have meant a lot of money for I was some actually going to say that. I had the yeah. money line, so. There you go. So Wouldn't you're good. Have mattered for me. Money line works for you, and that's, a, that's, all, that's all you need to work with. So, uh, right now, the most popular bets. So, this is. So, we're looking at. You know what? I want to. Scott, I just want to say something. I want to thank BetMGM for giving us all these insights. Mm-hmm. I'm dead serious. Knowing where everybody's going for these games, week, you know, day after day, leading into the week, every single time is. I, I, it's just it gives you so much more just kind of what people's mindset is now heading into championship weekend, right? So the most popular bet in terms of tickets, Lions money line plus two sixty. Second is Lions plus seven. None of those should be a surprise, Ryan. Yeah. The Lions have been the a public darling the entire year. They're a story that everybody loves. And like when we talked uh, to Patrick Everson at the beginning of the week, right? What did he say? The state of Michigan is just gaga for the Lions, and rightfully so, and everybody's betting on the Lions. So a ton of money's coming out of just the state of Michigan alone. Yeah, and you know what, though? I always you got to be careful with that, too, at the same time, because remember a couple weeks ago, we all really liked uh, the Rams against the Lions on the road in the Stafford game, and it was like the number one public bet. They were the public dog. Yep. And, like, the public wins, too. Even, like, last weekend, who... Um, I know everybody was betting Green Bay, but I guess the book need was Green Bay to lose the game, but cover. San Francisco Mm -hmm. is a big liability, though, still for futures. But, I mean, the public does win. Everybody liked Detroit against Tampa Bay. I feel like I was the only person with a Tampa Bay money line ticket. I know some people that bet the Bucs at the number six and a half. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Detroit wins that game by eight points because of a failed two-point conversion, and then Baker gets the ball back and throws a stupid interception. But, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, everybody, like, the public won there, too. So, yeah, it's good information to have, but I... You have to be careful because sometimes even I'm guilty of this. I'll be like, "Oh no, I liked, uh, you know, I liked Detroit." Yeah, now and now everybody's on it. The public's right, on it. right. Oh no, there's a reason why they build these uh, castles and casinos in Vegas. Yeah, but yeah, like the public wins too. Um, and that's what you have to keep in mind is that the public does win, yeah. right? It does. Like it's the people wouldn't be doing this if you never won. Colorado but, this season, like the first four weeks of the year, the TCU yep. game, the Nebraska game, it was like, oh. 99% of the bets, yep. but only 30% of the money. And it was like, oh, that didn't matter. They're going to cover against Nebraska. They don't have a quarterback that can mm-hmm. complete a forward pass. They had Jeff Sims out there. But then they leveled out, and they were still one of the biggest liabilities to win a national title, bet MGM. And you're yeah. like, well, that, that's it's not going to happen, so they'll be fine. Uh, then, yeah, Chiefs plus 165. So Chiefs money line is the third most popular bet in terms of tickets. Ravens, uh, three and a half, and then Chiefs plus three and a half. So then you're just kind of getting into, like, opposite sides for all these. The, the Some of the props are... I would say none of these are really surprising, but I also don't 
waver because I have a couple of these and I don't it doesn't make me not want to have these tickets anymore, right? Like Lamar Jackson over sixty two and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I bet that right when it opened. Yeah, I think that's just a good bet. It's just a good bet. It's it's I mean, look at what the Chiefs run defense did or I guess you could really describe it as didn't do against the Bills, right? Like they, they couldn't stop anybody. And you saw it with Josh Allen did. Josh Allen was an easy bet last week. Jamar or Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen rushing yards last week were the easiest bets on the board that were out there. Jameer Gibbs after that over on rushing plus receiving. Isaiah Pacheco over 64.5 rushing yards. Then it's Jared Goff over 1.5 passing touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk over 80.5 receiving yards. We know the Ayuk is going to be triggered a lot because of what's going on with Debo Samuel. Whether he does or doesn't play, Ayuk could be in for a really, really big game. And either way, though, I mean, Ayuk is a deep threat and a big-time target for Brock Purdy, and it's looking like the weather's going to be a lot better out there in Santa Clara, which means they're going to be able to throw the football, run their offense the way they want to. You're going to have a more accurate Brock Purdy, not like what he looked like last week. So even Ayuk at over 80.5 yards, it's a bigger number, yeah. but he's a big player receiver that can go out there and get you that chunk yardage kind of whenever listen any single play he's due for it yeah yeah I know man and I I like his props too that number is going to continue to climb and so if you like some of these overs I feel like you have to bet them right now if you like some unders obviously you wait like with Sam Laporta I found his receptions at five and a half and I bet the under and that's scary because Sam Laporta could easily have six receptions in the first half but look what uh, Greenlaw did I had the two interceptions against Green Bay and then you have Fred Warner also in the middle at inside linebacker and they're really good in coverage so I think that's going to limit some of the middle stuff for Detroit so I went under on Laporta I actually like Gibbs receiving yards under and his receptions under. I like Montgomery over because the number's only six and a half, but mm-hmm. I like Gibbs rushing yards. I think he's the most, ex- the more explosive runner right now between him and Montgomery. But my favorite prop, um, I know everybody likes Brandon Ayuk, and I totally understand why, but I like McCaffrey receiving yards without Debo, man. He had 51 and 64 receiving yards in the two games that Debo missed. You're going to need that zone beater, and Brandon Ayuk's more your man beater, and I... You know, Kittle could, of course, have a big game, but I like McCaffrey receiving yards at 36 and a half. I think that's the uh, that's my favorite player. Yeah, I'm 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 not going to be betting rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey. No. I'm looking at only and not even rushing plus receiving. I'm going to stick to just receiving yards, and that's pretty much it. But you're right. Now, because these props came out earlier in the week too, you got to get on it sooner if you want the overs. I mean, I was betting stuff on Tuesday, just because yeah. it's just going to get bet up like it normally would be on a Thursday and a Friday. Usually Thursday night. I'm going to get a few in. Friday's a big day for me as they start to really trickle out during the regular season. But now we've had them up all week, so that those numbers yeah. are going to be a lot more aggressive. They're all going up. I mean, even McCaffrey's receiving yards, as I look, have went up. And it makes sense, though, dude. He's number one among all running backs in receiving grade. And then you have Jack Campbell, who I know J.J. Watt and some people aren't big pro football focus fans. But Jack Campbell, 78th of 79 linebackers in pro football focus coverage grade. Uh, Derek Barnes, 69th. So I think McCaffrey is going to eat. And I'm with you. I don't know that he's going to be able to get anything going on the ground against the Detroit run defense, but they're going to have to get him the ball. I mean, there's a reason why they made that trade. He's one of the more, and we talk about this like every mm-hmm. week. He's not only just a running back. He could, if he wanted to be, he could be one of the better slot receivers. In oh, the, absolutely. You know I mean? And that's why his career is going to yeah. be prolonged because yeah. he can do that. Yeah. So I like his receiving yards, but yeah, any overs, I always bet those by Thursday. And I agree. Like I love having these markets up earlier and earlier every season because then we could do that. And then I could bet my unders a little bit later on in the week. But I had to fire away on that Laporta because it opened at four and a half and then it hit five and a half. 
So I just paid the minus 145 juice on the under. Brock Purdy's passing yards up to 276 and a half. I still like it. I think he's going to go off in yeah, this game. I think so, too. We, we, as long as that weather stays 70, and now we're talking about 70 and sunny, or close to it, whatever it's going to be. It might not be that, but, like, it's... God, when that weather's good, he's good. But when the weather's bad and they're down, yeah. ugh, not Get the same guy. It's bet MGM tonight. Let the conversation continue with BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Blazers Rockets going to overtime, tied at 124. Look at Boban out there. Just ready to get any time he needs to be on the floor, Ryan. I didn't even know he was on the team, to uh, be honest. I just you. showed him there, yeah. Is he not the greatest role player in the history of the NBA? That guy is more commercial. He has as many commercials as Kevin Hart. Yeah, and they're all good commercials. Too. He's the best. Yeah. He's a sight. He's a sight to see. He's just he's big, dude. He's the, just so tall. He can barely move up and down the floor. He's just lumbering. Yeah. It's like swaddling around. I, I know one person. Uh, in our atmosphere, who's actually quite pleased this game is going to overtime. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Dan Carpick of BetQL, uh-huh. propster extraordinaire. He tweeted about 10 minutes ago, I'm never going to forgive Alperin Shengun for what he's doing to me in the second half against Portland. Plus 3500 to have a triple-double. Bet $100 at plus 2900 at a, at a book. 10-6-6 six six at the break. 21-8-7 with four minutes to go. And he might not get this done. Oh, no. So, Dan right now, quite pleased. Yeah. yeah. I just looked at the update. He's got 27 points, 7 dimes, 9 boards. It's so still going to be cutting need, it close. I don't think he's going to get the 3 assists. I don't think he's going to get it either. That's it's Maybe double overtime. Maybe. Maybe some double overtime. That could be the difference maker, damn it. Yep. That's good, brutal. Good luck, Dan. We've all been there. You know, or you have somebody too where the first half you think, oh, they're gonna go all they're gonna go over whatever the number is, and then they just completely cool off in the second. Is there that team for you that you guys like just don't like care about and you hate and they bore the hell out of you? For me, ever since uh I was just a wee boy, it's been the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Yeah, not much there for Even me. Even when they were the jailblazers. <laughs> don't care. Pippen was there. They Which is weird. Damon Stoudemire was there. I just didn't care. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They just bore me. Doesn't matter. Even uh, when Dame and CJ were see, there. See, I liked him when Dame and CJ were there, though. Dame, yeah. Dame is so much fun. I was really happy when the Warriors. You know who? You know up. who? Honestly, the team that bores me, Utah Jazz. Oh, hate them. Too. Oh, boring, boring. Hate them. Hate them for what they did to MJ. Even even when they were a playoff team with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, I don't know what it was. It was like it just the Jazz just yeah. doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not an exciting team. Yeah, not an exciting team. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes. You know what's crazy about the Thunder too is obviously. Small market team, but great atmosphere. Cool place to see a game. Everybody mm-hmm. wears the damn T-shirts, which is important. And they never really had to go, like, full rebuild when you think about it, right? Yeah. they had the James Harden, Kevin Durant, Russ team that goes to the finals and gets gentlemen swept by the heat. Mm-hmm. And then even when they, like, rebuild, yeah, you lose Durant and Harden, but you had Russ, and he won an MVP. And, yeah, he was out of control, but it was fun. He averaged a triple-double. I never thought that we were going to see that in the league. And then... You know what I mean? They had that weird year with Gallinari and Chris Paul and were solid and made the playoffs. And I thought both of those guys were just going to get uh, bought out. And now they got one of the youngest teams in the league, and yet they're still the number one overall seed in the West. So kudos to you, Sam Presti. <laughs> kudos to you, Sam Presti. No, I mean, really, they, they he is he's had to work. He's had so much less to work with in terms you know? of budget, in terms of free agency, and just stockpiled draft picks, found talent. That's why, like, here's the thing. 
NFL draft, same way. You can stockpile as many picks as you want. Yeah. But if you can't actually identify whether that talent can make it in the NFL or can make it in the NBA, okay, great. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to do anything. They're all going to be busts. You're going to lose your job. So it doesn't guarantee anything just because you have a ton of assets like the Celtics had over the years, like the Thunder have now, and it felt like feels like they've had it forever. Yeah. Any team. Yeah, like, I mean, even the move for Shea. I mean, it, not, now the guy has the third best odds to win the MVP. It's crazy. He's averaging 30 points per game. You found him. You were able to draft Chet. You know, you uh, found Lou Dort. You were able to draft uh, Jalen you know, Williams. Jalen Williams. Yeah, Josh Giddy. So, I mean, they've built a squad, man, and they've never had to, like, really fully rebuild no. and have a terrible, like, 11-win season for it. They they did have the year where they, like, were winning too many games and they shut down Shea. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, man, Shea, most improved player. I'm like, has he improved? I think he's always been good. The issue was they just didn't want to play him because right. they were winning too many games. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's I mean, he's a, he's a superstar. Fifth in the league in our MVP voting last year, so I'd expect him to be higher this year. Again, I don't think he's going to win it yet, but he's just inching ever so close. But look, could be wrong. The Thunder keep doing this, and maybe the Sixers fall off or Embiid gets hurt. Everything changes. So speaking of hurt or maybe not hurt, good news for the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey back at practice and there's a very good chance, even though he was limited, that he's going to be out there and ready to go for the Baltimore Ravens. That's a big, big boost. Because on top of that, Baltimore also likely going to have Mark Andrews. And even if he's in a limited role, yeah. only getting some targets, you're adding two like two pro bowlers back out there at just the right time, a game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you already have Isaiah Likely, who, I mean, like Mark Andrews, you never want to see a guy, especially like Mark Andrews, who's been their best receiving option for Lamar Jackson the past mm-hmm. how many years. You never want to see anybody go down, but man, Isaiah Likely is playing his best football. He's a monster at the tight end position, and now you could have multiple tight ends. Except not last week. Didn't go over his receiving yards. No, but he's, he did have the touchdown. He's uh, he's on my list right now. Yeah, we should have just went anytime touchdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably the best choice. But the Humphrey get back, as crazy as it mm-hmm. sounds, is the much better get back. Bigger get back, I'd say, going against that Kansas City pass offense, who, yeah, like, sure, they lead the league in drops, but, like, in the playoffs, they're just a different beast. MVS had the two biggest catches of his career last week. Hardman probably bounces back after his uh, fumbles and failures last week. And Kelsey, You're really in on that narrative, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, like, it's 12 and a half receiving yards. That Bet be MGM has well, So where did you, yeah, Bet MGM doesn't actually have anything up right now. Yeah, you got to kind of, like, shop around, look yeah. around right now. Yeah, because some books have it and some don't. I don't see it going up, man. I don't think anybody else is going to be on that narrative this weekend. So 12 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I like that. What do you think about Mark Andrews, 35 and a half receiving yards? I'd have to stay away, man. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know what he's going to look like, what his role is going to be. Yeah. I do worry that cuts into Isaiah Likely's targets a little bit, though. Yeah. I don't I don't know that I'm going to do a whole lot with any of the receiving props for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been playing the Gus Edwards just to have one reception. One reception. Minus 175 <laughs> the entire season, and it never lets me down. Didn't let me down again yep. last week. Yep. Didn't even do that, though. I took Gus receiving. I took Gus rushing yards at 40 and a half. Now, PJ, notable Ravens fan, didn't really love the play. Uh, Ryan, notable football guy, loves the play. (laughs) Football guy. You know, like, I liked Lamar's rushing yards when they were first released, but they're getting a little out of control right now. So, I don't know, man. I like... Like I like the under so much in the game that I don't you are wanna, big on the under. Yeah, I don't want to do a whole lot with the props. I haven't played either side this weekend, and I'm thinking about the over in Detroit, San Francisco. But I first thing I bet big was the under, and then like the player props we've been talking about, and that might be the way that I roll because the numbers are about right. Like I have my opinions and my takes about who are going to win the games. I think San Francisco wins, and I can mm-hmm. see them winning big. And I think I'm I'm still sticking with Baltimore, but it's just like man. Mahomes is like the movie villain. He's like 
Freddy Krueger, where you think he killed him, <laughs> and then he just keeps like getting back up, you know. And that's the Chiefs. That's the Chiefs. Like I, the Bills were dominating them on the ground the first three quarters of that game, mm-hmm. and then what did they have? Like fifty rushing yards in the second half, and the Chiefs. The Chiefs figured some stuff out. They just they make the right adjustments. It's not only having Andy Reid, but having a guy like Spags run your defense is just so big, dude. And they just got guys, like not really even like household names. Like I love Legarius Sneed. You know, Chris Jones is really, really damn good, but I don't even know that he's a household name. And then in the playoffs, these guys just take it to another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zay Flowers only 44 and a half receiving yards against that uh that Chiefs secondary. Yeah. I'd probably stay away from that too. I Rasheed Rice. Maybe. I my yeah. only here's my only reason why. They've figured out now, right, that he's the guy. Like he's for what you have on the roster, he's your number one receiver. And he's been relatively dependable. Now only forty seven yards against Buffalo last week, but one thirty against Miami. You finished up the season with uh you know, against Cincy one twenty seven. Yeah. Like it's there. I I kind of feel like they're gonna try to go at him again just because if you're if you're Baltimore, you know, right, Travis Kelsey, they're going to zero in on him, and you got the linebackers to be able to do it and disrupt it, yeah. disrupt everything for him, yeah. where maybe that frees up Rasheed Rice on the outside a little bit. Yeah, that's why, I like, and that, yeah, it's a good point. Or maybe that's why I was, like, trying to figure out who that number two guy would be, and that's why I like the soft numbers for Hardman. MVS, I don't think, has that game again. You know? Mm-mm. Uh, it's just yeah, it's tough, man. Because Baltimore could could kind of like do some different things defensively with Mike McDonald. Obviously, like you know they could play man, they could play zone, and with Humphrey coming back, I just I don't know what they're gonna do. They might just key in on taking Rice out of the equation because of what you just said. You have pretty good linebackers in Queen and in Roquan Smith, and they're both pretty good in coverage, so they could kind of eliminate some of the stuff across the middle. So I think you're looking for like a speedy slot guy, or maybe they got to use the backs a little bit more in the passing game. Clyde edwards alaire has been running really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that little one-two punch that they have with Pacheco, and those guys, like, feed off of each other. So maybe he has a couple receptions in this game. I don't know. It's just it's tough to call. I feel like this is going to be, like, both teams running the ball. It's going to be a defensive battle. I, I really think this is going to be, like, a 2017, at most, like, 24-20 game, and everybody's going to think of it as a high-scoring matchup because it's, it's Patrick Mahomes and it's Lamar, but... I, I don't know, man. These defenses are playing out of their mind. And we got to look and see what the weather is going to look like. Not as bad, obviously, as last week, but, you know, it's still a cold-weather, windy game in Baltimore, most likely. You know, if you're looking for a little bit of a, a reasonable long shot, touchdown prop, Lamar Jackson 2-plus. It's 7-1. I would shop around, but BetMGM's got it at 7-1. There's some 8s out there. Yeah. Uh, he had two last week. Josh Allen had two against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Two rushing touchdowns for Lamar Jackson, not out of the realm of possibility. And do we know yep. the updated weather there, by the way? Scott, you're a weatherman. You're a meteorologist. The Baltimore weather has been... What people don't know about this whole area, they say it, they say it about D.C. area, but Baltimore is close enough where you can talk about the weather in the same way. If you don't like it, wait 15 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. It changes all the time. If it's a Monday and they're calling for rain on the weekend, it's probably not going to rain because that rain's going to shift either back or forward. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Really I, quick while Scott gets his uh, Tom Skilling on, my favorite weatherman of all time, uh, about the Lamar rushing touchdowns too. So when we talk about the rushing yards, I almost like the touchdowns, the multiple touchdowns a little bit better, especially with Kansas City's run defense. 28th in success rate against zone read and design quarterback runs. And now you're going against Lamar, maybe the greatest, definitely the greatest running quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. He averaged almost six yards per carry on runs off tackle or outside the tackles. That was fourth in the league. 
and also led the league in scrambles and forced the most missed tackles on scrambles. The only thing is, man, Kansas City, I know they're not great against the run, but they do wrap up and tackle in these playoff games. It's kind of like like when we talk about the NBA, like in the regular season. Like we love teams like the Timberwolves and like the mm-hmm. Grizzlies. But then when it comes down to the playoffs, we trust the vet teams. It's always like, well, the Warriors or even the Heat. Like the zombie Heat last year were in the play-in. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I think Lamar's going to have a monster game. I just don't want to jinx so it because I want this for Ravens fans. I mean, the best Super Bowl matchup, like we're going to be in Vegas. I think the coolest, like, not the best game, maybe, but the coolest atmosphere would be Detroit against Baltimore. Yeah. Like, Lions fans in Las Vegas yep. hadn't won a playoff game since 1991. Now you're in the freaking Super Bowl. I would love to see it, man. I don't think we do see it, but that would be cool. And Baltimore fans are great, too, and it's been a while. Unofficial weather. Yeah. But we'll do it best we can. Yeah. Uh, it does look like it's going to rain the okay. bulk of the day. Rain, low 40s, uh, winds about 10 miles north-northeast, gusts up to 20, 24 miles an hour. So it's if you have tickets, it may be fun, but it will be crappy at M and T. So there's I, that's why I went the over on uh, Pacheco rushing attempts again. The over on Lamar Jackson rushing yards. Love Should that. I do? I, you think Lamar attempts is worth it? Yeah, I like the attempt. Well, is so. it nine and a half or is it bumped to ten and a half? Um, at MGM right try- now? Yeah, I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, I th- I think it's ten and a half right now at BetMGM, but it opened at nine and a half, and I really liked it. Right? Yeah, now. I don't know if I'd want to go over a ten and a half. A nine and a half, I do like. It for so- there you go. Okay, now they find. Anytime rushing bet, attempts, anytime Lamar. I bet the crappy number. He finishes yeah, Lamar's exactly ten and a half. Nine. Lamar is a ten and a half. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Nah. Pacheco's still at fourteen. That was. I do like that. I thought, man. I was right there with Cody where I was just like, who's not? I, I thought his last rush was his 14th. And I was like, this? Are you serious? Yeah. Just one more attempt. Because after that, you got the first down. They're kneeling. I'm like, that's done. Nope. Nope. That was the 15th. I am I was ecstatic that that's how that worked out. Yeah. I mean, damn, we should have went with the rushing attempts for all the Buffalo backs. Because the difference mm-hmm. in that game, because we didn't really talk about that game in full. You know, um, I guess we did a little bit on Monday. But, like, the difference in that game was Kansas City – had a couple different explosive plays over 20 yards. Buffalo didn't have one explosive play the entire game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, Kansas City, you, I was worried a little bit for you with the Pacheco rushing attempts just because they did hit some explosives. Whereas yeah. with Buffalo, everything was like four or five yards. Yep, yep. So their attempts, they had the, they controlled the time of possession and the clock the entire game. I don't know if that's going to be the case this weekend. And I also don't think that there's... I don't think this happens, but I don't think Baltimore goes up like two scores where it's, you know, you have to become one-dimensional and just drop Pat back the entire time. And even if they did go down a couple scores, I don't think Andy Reid's going to just abandon the run. So I do like over 14.5 rush attempts for Pacheco. Yeah, if that jumps up too much more, though, I wouldn't touch it. So anybody that wants to bet that, I'd bet that now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a lot of these are all coming out to the point where it's uh, they're, they're starting to get bet up. I just looked at this Sun score. The Suns are now up 175 on Dallas. What the hell happened in the second half of this? Like, I know we're trying to watch these games, but you can't really see everything that happened. At what point Dallas was up 16 in this game? Yeah, I don't know, man. And They still got Luka out there. so you Dallas's biggest lead was 16. The biggest lead then for the Suns has been 28. They were down, down what, 58-57, I think, at halftime. Had not led the entire first half. And now they've gone up as much as 28 in this game. I mean, yeah, it's crazy how things could flip in the NBA. And so college quick. hoops, to be honest yep. with you. I, my, my, uh, so, good night so far. The only one I have left is Northwestern. We talked about this. I just thought it was a trap line because Illinois already beat them by 30 points. But Northwestern's a tough place to play because it's boring as hell. They're up three <laughs> points right now on Illinois. 
Yeah, when I covered the team, like no, like nobody goes to the games. Kevin Durant. Boring. Yeah, Kevin Durant's only got ten points in this too. Crap! Okay. I had that in a parlay. I hope it's not one that I need. Oh no, I think I'm gonna be okay. It's different. I need Luca to score three more points, and then Elise hit a three to one parlay. Ten to one got killed. Jalen Duran, you're on the list. Bet MGM tonight. Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. You know, they just I just saw Chet Holmgren standing next to Victor Wembanyama. It is just a sight to see. Look at that. Look at that, Ryan. God, I'm dumb. I didn't even... Complete, I, I mean, I, I think he even said it. I keep forgetting they're playing. They're, they're two... I mean, they're built exactly the same. Yeah. And just watching them stand next to each other and look how they're built is just... Like, I'm sure in person it's even crazier. Yeah. But just looking at them, it's just... just They look like players that were supposed to be 6'5", and somebody came in and just stretched them out like clay. And this is what you got. That's how a young Horvat was built, except yeah. for I wasn't like seven foot two, seven foot three. Yeah, definitely not. I could, I would, I could probably but, believe that. But I would always get mad, like in high school. I'd be like, why can't I gain any weight, any muscle? I want to be in the league. You know what I mean? And now... I eat a cupcake. My ass jiggles for a week. It happens, man. So that, that, maybe that's just what Chet and Wemby need. They just need to get man. old like us. Then you go out, you have a couple beers. Next thing you know, yeah, they're in a great spot. That would be the best pounds. when you when your trainers want you to gain weight. Oh man, add those calories in. You're going to be burning. I mean, they're burning fifteen thousand calories at least a day. Yeah, everything they're doing, working out and playing and doing. That would be the best. That would be the best spot to be in and just sit back oh. and be like, all right, man, I'm just going to eat. Of course, half the time, though, it ends up being like just a bunch of like weight gainer shakes. And like, yeah. no, I want, if I'm going to do it, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, See, it's I love really food so much. I mean, like, you could eat healthy and still have good food. That's why I don't understand. Absolutely. Like, I don't get Zion's issues. I really don't. Now, like, the chicks, I get that totally. But <laughs> the food, I don't understand because all you got to do, hey, guy, you're rich as hell. You hire a personal shelf, mm-hmm. a shelf, chef. Like, the stuff my aunt, my aunt was a personal mm-hmm. chef for Marcus Stroman. Check out her new restaurant if you're ever in Joliet, Illinois, Meg Pies. But also be careful if you're in Joliet, Illinois. Seven people just murdered. Uh, you know, that's just a Wednesday there. But, you know, like, the stuff that he would eat, it would be healthy, but also good. Yeah. You know? You or can you could have, like, a cheat day. She would, like, make her own fried chicken or, like, chicken and waffles. But it would be, like, protein waffles. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying, Zion, get your stuff together, man. You're making me look stupid. <laughs> told everybody you were going to win an MVP in the next two years. Yep, I tried to tell you. MVP I tried to tell you that. Contest. I tried to tell you that. I tried to tell you the Cowboys. I tried to tell you the Chargers. I said, don't. Ryan, well, it's stop. all about price for those teams. <laughs> I you know, know like, I like, know. Like, Cowboys, That the only reason I had that bet was because I figured, at worst, this team's going to the NFC Championship game, and then we just bet the hell out of the Niners, and if they upset them, we have, like, 6-1 to one tickets, 7-1 to one tickets, 11-1 to one tickets. But, uh, Did you, but then you forgot that Mike McCarthy was still the head yeah. coach. Yeah, with year. the Chargers, I just love Justin Herbert. Now, I, know. I will be betting Chargers features now that Jim Harbaugh is officially the head coach of your Los Angeles Chargers, who I always want to call the San Diego Chargers. Still to this day, yeah. Especially yeah. now with Harbaugh there, because I just keep thinking about like you know where he started when he played. Him. Yeah, he played there for two years. So yeah, yeah that's going to be now. Now I wonder if other shoes. Are, Shoes, if I could speak. Shoes, 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 It's a Wednesday night. Oh, sorry, it's new horses just got here. Skyler, very sorry. If we could talk about Jim Harbaugh for a minute. No, it's, you know, now that, because the Chargers and and Falcons, I felt like were the two teams where they were going to want a veteran coach that wanted to win now, right? The, The report was that Bill Belichick wanted to go to a team 
and he interviewed with the Chargers, I think multiple interviews with them too. And it was, he wanted to go to a team that he looked at and said they're talented, but they're underachieving. Falcons, Chargers, those are the two. I think Bill Belichick gets hired by the Falcons in the next few days. I think that gets wrapped up, and then you'll start to see other shoes, shoes drop in the yeah. coaching carousel as things go on. Because Ben Johnson's still out there. Can't interview again until after the AFC champ- or the NFC Championship game. But he's obviously got a lot of interest out there. And you go down the list of Bobby Slowick and Mike Vrabel's apparently talking to Carolina now. I don't think he takes that job. I don't know why he would. I would sit out of here before I go coaching Carolina. They're, they're, their owner may be the new Dan Snyder at this rate. Except Dan Snyder wasn't throwing drinks on people. He was just putting cigars out on people's arms. That's a story, uh, by the way, that I can tell off air. But we can't go too far with that. That being said, uh, Scott, come on. Oh, man, we all know we all know the stories. There's a lot of stuff out there. But yeah, like now that you have the because the Chargers needed something very specific. The Falcons needed something very specific. A lot of these other teams, you can kind of grow with that coach. So yeah. there's more options out there. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Slowick. I was really high on Bobby Slowick like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then I went back and watched all the Texans games. I don't know that Bobby Slowick is Bobby Slowick without CJ Stroud. So I would definitely want Ben Johnson over. Uh, Bobby Slowick. Yeah. I don't think that's like really a hot take. But... Bobby Slowick could also maybe use another year. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. maybe another year isn't like Ben Johnson yeah. did, right? He said he was, he interviewed, but he wasn't ready to be a head coach yet. Yeah. And I think Ben Johnson's ready. And I want to see him in Washington. I want to see him with the Drake May or with a Caleb Williams mm-hmm. or Jaden Daniels, his guy that he could mold, put in his offense. Cause certain guys, play callers, like that's what they do, man. And they need their guy. Like Shane Steichen, for example. Look what Anthony Richardson looked like just for a couple weeks. And then. They were in a playing game, you know, winning, get in with Gardner Minshew yeah. as his starting quarterback. Shane Steichen's good. Look what he did with Jalen, man. Jalen was going to be the MVP of the league if he didn't get hurt, and the Eagles played in a Super Bowl. Before that, Jalen wasn't very good. He couldn't throw to the middle of the field or the left side. Again this year, J- Jalen didn't do anything in the middle of the field, so it just shows, like, they were really missing Steichen. And, you know, not every play caller could be a head coach. Josh McDaniels is proof of that. Yeah, that's very true. But certain dudes can. I think Mike McDaniels is going to be a, Mike McDaniel is going to be a good head coach. I don't know what that play calling was in the divisional game against the uh, Chiefs because it was a cold weather game and you have Tua dropping back thirty plus times like he's Dan Marino run the damn ball, but. You know, I, I do think certain guys are built for this, and I think Ben Johnson's one of those guys. You know, speaking of offensive coordinators too. Brian Callahan leaving Cincinnati to be a head coach in uh, Tennessee. What does that do for that offense? Now, they promoted from within. Yeah. But does Joe Burrow and that offense look the same next year, especially if you don't have T. Higgins and maybe Tyler Boyd's not there either? Uh, I mean, mean, is Mixon going to be back? So what does that offense even look like? Yeah, we're learning more and more in the NFL. It leans so heavy on quarterbacks and wide receivers and passing and high scoring, up tempo offenses. Offensive coordinators can be more important than a head coach. Yeah, for sure, man. I Cincinnati, that's a good question. Like I was kind of down on them coming into the year because they had been healthy the last three years for these playoff runs, and that's so hard to do in the NFL. And they had a bunch of injuries, but. We'll see if they use the franchise tag on T. Higgins to bring him back. I would. I if would I'm them, too. I would definitely do it. I would, too. But they're also going to have to pay some guys on defense. The offensive line wasn't great. At the same time, Joe Burrow does hang on to the ball a long time. I love him. Uh, I think they'll be just fine with the new coordinator. I, I think who really knocked it out of the park was the Chicago Bears, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. bringing in Waldron. I think that was a really good hire. I was worried that they were going to hire Greg Roman, maybe stick with Justin Fields and run that run-heavy type stuff. You know, and I know Greg Roman usually has success his first couple years as an OC, but I didn't want to see that. I think Waldron was the right guy. 
I think they probably draft Caleb or Drake or Jaden. Probably Caleb. Yeah. And uh, the Bears are going to be scary, man, in the NFC North. I, I really if, think so, especially if Ben Johnson leaves Detroit. What if Caleb Williams says he doesn't want to play in Chicago? See, I don't know why you would do that, though. Why would you not want to go play in Chicago for the Bears? You know, like, you win there, you're a legend. It's a big city, mm-hmm. big market, great market. I when his I dad that did that nonsense. When his dad did that interview, who do you think he was talking about? The Cardinals? It felt like an, maybe an Arizona dig. Hmm. A good question because he said there might be some teams. You know, he was talking about guys getting drafted to bad teams, and it and it's true from here, right? I mean, he's from DC. Yep, but like, I mean, maybe he kind of wanted to see what they were going to do here. It's the organization's been a mess mm-hmm. for so long because of Dan, and now you have Josh Harris coming in, surrounding himself totally with smart different. people. So I don't know. I don't know if it'd be Washington being from here and now with new ownership. You know, because I think that was really... No, I, don't, I definitely don't think it was Washington because Josh Harris was already yeah. in place. So. I wouldn't want to play in that stadium. I'd be like, you got to build something new. Here. Oh, well, they are. Very, yeah. very, very I, the, I've seen the plans for some of the ideas. It's going to be like a whole city. I would want to go play in Chicago, though, man. They have yeah. weapons, right? You have DJ Moore. They have a top five, top ten defense now all of a sudden. Unless you just don't want to go play for Matt Eberflus, or you just look at the history of the Bears and what every quarterback's become. That that's went, see, that's know? my thought. Is like, do yeah. you do you look at that and say that's not a situation where they've developed quarterbacks in the past? They've never developed a quarterback. Right. They really have not. I mean, they won their Super Bowl with Jim McMahon, mm-hmm. and then since then, I mean, look at all the guys. Jay Cutler. I love the Jay Cutler move because I love Jay Cutler in Denver. He had the Pro Bowl season, and you know they made the McDaniel's hire. They didn't get along. He didn't see him running the offense, so they trade for Jay and. I mean, they went to the NFC Championship game. Problem was, he didn't even play in the second half. Caleb Haney had to take the field because he sat out with that injury and he threw way too many picks. Caleb he could never Haney, beat the Packers. Yeah, I mean, like, look at it, though, for the Bears. I like Justin Fields, but he hasn't, pro- he hasn't proven yet that he could win. And still too many turnovers in the fourth quarter of these games. I'd be shocked if they brought Justin Fields back. You know, like, oh, I don't if, think it's happening. You if, can, you can get, you probably can get a second round pick for him. If Ryan Poles drafted Justin Fields, he would definitely be back. But Ryan Pace drafted Justin mm-hmm. Fields, and Ryan Pace no longer has a job, and so you have no attachment. And you tried to evaluate him this year, and he did play better. I mean, this was his best season, but I mean, whew, yeah, I don't think you could do it, man. I think if you have the chance to land a Caleb Williams, and maybe Caleb Williams ends up being a boss, I don't think that's going to be the case. But when your comp is Patrick Mahomes, you got to go with you got to go with him because you already passed on Mahomes, you passed on Deshaun Watson, and you did it for Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> that's right. You know, so you when you trade up and you give up all these assets, and then the quarterback doesn't work out, everybody gets fired because of that. So yeah, I, I look if. At this point now, we know what Justin Fields is, at least in Chicago. Maybe a fresh start. I get it. New offensive coordinator. Maybe that changes something. But it just has that feeling of it made sense what they did, right? Trading down. Clearly, it worked out for them, getting Carolina's pick, giving Justin Fields one more year. But you're going to have to start thinking about what you're going to do financially with him. Did it work, though, when you think about it long and hard, like uh, with the Bears? Because even when we were talking earlier on with Brad and he was like, not everybody's C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say, but you guys could have had C.J. Stroud. Yeah. The Bears could have just drafted C.J. Stroud. But would C.J. Stroud be the same player in Chicago? Situation matters, especially for young quarterbacks. I mean, the Texans didn't have a very good offensive line. That was, like, their biggest concern coming but into they have, the season. But they, they have Bobby Slowick, who at least right yeah. now we could say looks yeah. like it's working after one year with C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud he, might just be that dude that's just a dude anywhere he goes. Maybe, though, maybe. Know? But you'll never know, right, because he's, yeah. it's only going to be where he was. Like, would David Carr years ago have been a better quarterback had he not gone to the expansion Houston Texans and gotten his 
head bashed in every single play. All those dudes, you know, Joey Harrington, they all got yep. drafted into really crappy situations behind really bad offensive line yep. play. I mean, why that's I, why I love, like, the term system quarterback, you know, because, like, everybody kind of needs a good system. Yeah. And Except my guy, Pat Mahomes, the GOAT. He has the greatest system. He has it's, Andy frickin' Reid. It literally, but you know what? Let's be honest. Watch, well, you watch the guy play. He could work anywhere. It may not be as good at first, but it would still be good. Yeah. So it is what it is. But, all right, we're back tomorrow. No Thursday night football, though. Uh, That's a shame. Luckily, we'll have uh, ooh, something. We'll have the NBA. Bet some props with me tomorrow. No. Nick's Nuggets. Come on. Nick's, oh, yeah, Nick's yeah, Nuggets? Yeah. I'm gonna That's a great tonight. game. Yeah, go watch that Knicks Nuggets film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah study up. Bet MGM tonight. That's a wrap. Another show is in the books. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern for the next winning edition of Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL.